Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com. I am Tim Daniel. As always, I'm joined by Sean Mackey, but we also have the Shot Collars team here, Kyle Brandon and Ben Brown, the 48 Minutes NBA team all together to talk about some of the hot topics going on in the league right now, including the Rich Paul rule, Draymond and CJ McCollum's extensions, Team USA, the All-Decade team. We touch on a lot of it here, so be sure to check out the episode and let us know what you think. Without further ado, here it is. Everyone enjoy it. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got it with punishment. Youngest is confident, but they hear the one we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this family is running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them loving it. here together as Kyle is now moving back to the Lou, <laughs> to UofL areas, to the Ville. So when they have an NBA team, you'll be there to be credentialed for it. That's it. I already follow uh, NBA to Lou yeah. on Twitter, so I, I'm, I might be getting involved with that project. Yeah, you gotta yeah, get in really that. trying to get an NBA team down there, so. I hope they do, so obviously you'll still be a part of the team, but we'll definitely miss having you around for sure, so. It's cool, though. We still are a team, and we still live on. Talking about teams, guys. I don't know what the fuck I was doing there. I was going to say, where are we? <laughs> like, where am I going with this? <laughs> okay. Hand mics. It's just a bad idea every time. <laughs> so, let's start with, obviously, the hot topic right now is the Rich Paul rule, as the NCAA is calling it. So, basically, the hot commodity here is that the NCAA has dropped another terrible group of rules that basically only benefit them and no one else doesn't benefit the athlete big surprise yeah color me shocked yeah i know so basically the requirements of this new rule if i have it correctly are you have to have been uh, approved through the mbpa for what three years Mm -hmm. you have to have a bachelor's degree yes and you have to go to the ncaa facilities in indianapolis i actually know where they are and take an exam and pass it Mm -hmm. so guys who is an agent right now in the NBA that doesn't have a college degree? That'd be Rich, Rich Paul. Paul. Okay. Rich Paul. Yeah. Is he? Is he? And he's. He's. What we'll say he's the most powerful right now. He is the agent. He's the in all of sports right now, probably. Truthfully, man, like the only person that really rivals this was like Rosenhaus in the early two thousands with all those NFL players. Yeah. Yeah. The University of Miami when they had their big explosion and Rosenhaus was signing all those guys like Shockey and McGahey and all the. Like yeah. that's where that's where how powerful Rich Paul is getting right. He had T.O. Like, he was on ESPN every day. Yeah. About yep. Yeah. Yep. Doing his sit ups and push ups. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So like that's like the level Rich Paul's at, and mm-hmm. you know we've known now for about since really since the day Anthony Davis signed with Clutch, we've known people have had an issue with mm-hmm. Rich Paul. Uh, maybe a little before then, like if you watch Ben Simmons' documentary that's on Showtime. Which is honestly really awesome. Talks about what it's like to be a, like a one and done player. Right. You know, at the NCAA, and Rich Paul is on there, and he's being interviewed about potentially being his agent. He's like, "Yeah, I represent LeBron James," and so you know, Rich Paul's always had this target on his back. But now it's it's one thing if you're just like, "Hey, we have to make this agent rule." It's another that Rich Paul's the one that they're like that's doing all these things, and you know it. So like Darius Garland, you know, that was like a big discussion immediately. He was gonna be a clutch guy. Ended up being a clutch guy. Mm-hmm. Darius Baisley was a clutch guy. Didn't go to college. Got, had the New Balance deal. 
So this is very much just like a target of Rich Paul. I don't think it's necessarily as racist as Chris Broussard's making it because I think Chris Broussard's just Chris Broussard. But it's still not a good situation. It's another NCAA taking advantage of everything and trying to make the best of everything for the for them and them only. Yeah. So the, the, the other big piece of this is that it's for a lot of players that are testing the waters. Yeah. I think that Rich Paul specifically is going to be for – like you said, Garland, Ben Simmons, those kind of guys that aren't necessarily testing the waters. They're not going to turn their back and go back to college. Right. right. Yeah. So I think that I think that Chris Paul will, or that Rich Paul won't actually be affected as much, but I think that they're trying to stop the next Rich Paul mm-hmm. from coming up. Yeah, sure. I think that they don't want, you know, Kawhi's uncle right. to say he wants to be an agent or who you know, whoever, I don't know. I don't know if Kawhi's uncle has a No, but uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. All right. A friend of of an athlete or a friend of anyone, they don't want that next Rich Paul. They're upset that Rich Paul is in that position. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're trying to stop it. So yeah, it, it's it's crazy when I when I saw the the thing in writing with, that we were all texting about earlier. Like, if you guys like, if you think about this, like that rule. It, and Kyle, you brought up a great point. It's like when when blacks had to take a test to be able to vote. A literacy yeah. test so they could vote. Now, I don't say I don't think it's as racist as Chris Chris Broussard saying, but most agents, no. yeah, but but most agents are white. Mm-hmm. Most agents come from affluent families. They're lawyers. Most agents are lawyers who have degrees who've been to college. There's not too many guys that are out there hustling like Rich Paul who don't have a degree, and and I can see what I mean. The here's the issue. Is that you have a guy out here who's able to connect with young people, mm-hmm. who doesn't have a degree. He sees them on their level. He's been through their struggle. He knows what it's like to be in you know their situation, and he's trying to get them out of that situation. And you're trying to stop that. Now, there's a lot of guys like you have your, the Kawhi's uncles and all that stuff. Now, I you know those guys are trying to do the same thing. Um, Reggie Rose is like, guys, me, and everyone's like, not anymore. Right, you've got yeah, but you yeah, like, but you know, Rich Paul's credentials speak for themselves. You know yeah, what I mean? Like exactly. So like, like for just, me, if I'm James Wiseman, who like right now a lot of people have penciled as the number one pick in the 2020 draft, mm-hmm. I'm looking at this situation. I'm going, okay, I'll wait. You know, why would you? Yeah, exactly. Like if I'm Anthony Edwards, who might who's right now the big three for next year's draft are Wiseman, Edwards, and Cole Anthony. If I'm one of those three guys, like, you know that, one, Rich Paul has you circled. Two, like, you know that you can wait for him. You're probably going to get him. So nothing's really going to stop them from that situation. No. Yeah, and I'm sure that there's going to be a way to circumvent this. For sure. And I'm glad. You know, maybe they'll say, oh, I'm going to have Rich Paul as an advisor. He's not actually my agent. I'm not going to hire him as my agent. <laughs> That's true. But they could do that. They could. my advisor. Mm-hmm. They could do, like, a little backdoor on that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's nothing wrong with Rich Paul just giving no. some friendly advice. Just like right. Magic Johnson, you know, giving advice to players. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there will be some, some backdooring yeah. of that and some circumventing of it. And I'm glad. I can't wait until Same. they yeah. circumvent the whole thing. It, yeah. It's insane that the NCAA is making rules that says that you have to have a degree and the only way to get a degree is to pay colleges, which is part of the NCAA. It's just so yeah. typical. Because especially yeah. like in college baseball, you can have an agent. Like, you can get drafted and then decide if you want to take the contract or go back to school. Right. Yeah, this is one of those things where it's like, 
you know, we're we're not we're not really even seeing the other side of it. Exactly. What is the benefit? Like not using not letting players um, make money off their likeness is a similar thing. I don't see any benefit to that. You know what I mean? Right. I don't yeah. understand the other yeah. side of it. Yeah, this, this is one of those things where I'm just like, this is the NCAA making a rule for the sake right. of making a rule. Right, and and here's the sad part about all that is, is that they make so much money on TV revenue. They make so much money on enrollment numbers. They make so much money on so many other things. To not give a young man to use, all right, for instance, Zion. How many Zion Williamson jerseys without his name on the back do you think were sold by by the NCAA by Duke, by by bootleggers. I mean, how much money you th- do you think the NCAA actually made off Zion Williamson's likeness? Can I interrupt you real quick? Absolutely. Okay. So the NCAA just now released a statement in response to LeBron James. Okay. Although some can and have been successful without a college degree, as a higher education organization, the NCAA values a college education and continues to emphasize the importance of earning a degree. We were guided by recommendations for the Commission of College Basketball, which spoke with the agent and advisor community, that the NCAA certification process should be more stringent than current processes. That's bullshit. What? Also, they threw the other agents under the bus. Right, you threw every other, yeah. Oh, it's those other white guys. There's more. There's more. Yeah. With this in mind, we benchmarked our new rules against requirements for other organizations that certify agents, like the NBPA, which also requires agents to have a bachelor's degree. While different and distinct, our roles taken together, which is the manner they were meant to be examined, provide a clear opportunity for our student-athletes to receive excellent advice from knowledgeable professionals on either college or professional path they choose. If you want business advice, LeBron James would be one of the first people. <laughs> that's, right. the, that's, yeah. the first, <laughs> that's the first phone call I'm LeBron making. LeBron Inc., we both read the book. It is strictly about how he built his empire. That's right. the first phone call I'm making. Yeah, I mean, this is just a team of people that, yeah. that are just incredibly street smart and some of the best business people, especially in the industry, in the sports entertainment industry, for sure. And to devalue that because they don't have a piece of paper is so insane to me. Yeah. So, so insane. And my second phone call would be Kobe Bryant, who also does not have a college degree, straight from high school, has built, you know, the Mamba facilities, has an Oscar, has a, you know, has all these other things that he's done outside of basketball. Like, like you can't tell me that that, yeah, an author, you can't tell me that a college degree is going to... Yeah, oh, oh, dude, that rap album that was hit, that was hitting. But, but yeah, but he's done all these other things. Like you can't tell me that them not having college education is going to determine the fact that I don't think that they're professional enough. Like, come on, yeah, like give me a break. Yeah, like the best thing about I mentioned that Ben Simmons doc earlier. The best thing about the whole thing is literally there is no like you know how like they're like are you gonna leave and they're like you know I'm gonna weigh it out with my family. There is none of that in that doc. He's like, I'm only here for a semester and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he's like, yeah, I didn't go to class today because I don't have to. Yeah. And, and, and truth be told, like it, it's, it's almost the fact that we're holding these kids to a standard of that. They have to do, try to do college is ridiculous. Well, you're like, the only one in this room. That's like, former college athlete yes you're the only one here that understands what's going on and it, yeah and it's been ncaa has been a joke ever since i played i mean it's just just the, the rule yeah but the like, stipend then yeah yeah right yeah exactly yeah I, I i can buy 16 crackers and some cheese with that <laughs> you know what i mean it's a very specific so, amount of crackers right. and cheese. yeah <laughs> it, me, it gets me through the week you know what i mean it gets me through the week 
So, yeah, I mean, and people saying that, oh, well, they get a free education. Well, yeah, I mean, Bullshit. you're, yeah, you're, you're making, uh, to go back to that point, the Zion Williamson, how much money do you think that Duke, just Duke alone, made off of Zion Williamson last oh, year? Oh, without a doubt. Millions. Millions. How much did Nike Millions. make off him? Correct. Millions. Millions. Not saying that, now, granted, he's going to get his, his money now. Oh, he has. But think about it. Think about him and Kyle. Like, like in most of these college kids, not most of I mean most of them aren't coming in with two parent households. They're not coming in with affluent families, like you know, like Grant Hills. Like Grant Hill had two parents. His dad right. played in the NFL. Like that's very rare. Yeah, you know that's very rare. Most of these guys are coming from single parent families. Mom's working two or three jobs just to get them to AAU practices and all this other stuff. Sure. So you're telling me, oh yeah, well let let you we're going to give you a free education. You know, but you can't go and take your mom to dinner or you can't go see a movie with your buddies because, you, you know, you don't have money to do that stuff. Like, it's just ridiculous. I think the thing that stood out to me the most, and I know we're like on this discussion, this is not where we intended this to go by any means. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the same cat and mouse. Right. You know? But in the Fab Five doc, the thing that always stood out to me the most wasn't like, Hey, they took all this money. Hey, they Chris Webber called the timeout, which you can listen to that episode of At Large Good on the 48 Minutes Network. Absolutely. It's. When they went to their overseas trip, and, and Jalen Rose goes, we felt like we were pros. Mm-hmm. People had shirts with our faces on it, mm-hmm. and we saw nothing with that. Got nothing. And that's when it really stood out to me. That was like that was like that's the one thing that clicked with me the most from that. Wasn't the protest of the black shirt, mm-hmm. the black socks, which apparently they invented. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's yeah. case in point. You know, it's, we'll, yeah. we'll have this talk forever. Absolutely. And I, I and I think it's just it's a travesty though, because those guys, you know, they make millions and millions and millions of dollars. The NCAA is a multi million billion dollar organization. And you're telling me that you can't devise some way and I don't even care if you put it in a fund, put it in a trust fund. So when a guy gets out of college He's not walking into freaking debt. He's got, he's got $40,000 sitting in a pot where he can say, okay, I can put my money in this. I can put this towards something else. I can put this towards a second degree. I can do whatever. But What's the commercial we see every year during the NCAA tournament? Uh, 3,000 blah, yeah, blah, 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 uh, Division I athletes that only, are going to go yeah, right. from something other than sports. Other than sports. Case in point, right, right there. Settled. Right. Yeah, just even if you don't give them money straight out, I, I get that. You know what I mean? You don't want kids running buck wild on $10,000 or whatever. But you can set aside money for a kid like, I don't know, who's a kid that didn't get drafted this year that played NCAA basketball? Drew McDonald. Drew, Mc, King. <laughs> Drew McDonald. Yeah, whoever. But if Drew McDonald, who's going to probably play overseas and have a great career, you know, because he's, you know, he's a great player. But if you set aside money for him, think how much money Drew McDonald brought to NKU and the attention and all those eyes were on him making to the NCAA tournament. Drew McDonald was the guy. Mm-hmm. He was the guy. So you can't tell me you didn't make money off his likeness and sell number little 34 jerseys. And you had him down there doing signings after every game, after you beat his body up for 30 or 30 or 40 minutes a night. He's down there signing, you know, autographs and hand, shaking babies and ha- not shaking babies. Oh God, shaking hands, <laughs> shaking hands, shaking hands and kissing. Yeah, shaking hands, kissing babies is what I meant to say. But but you know, you're using these guys every night for something. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean? I mean, your best player becomes your draw. Right. Any 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 college, right. any institution. That's how it's always been. Right. When Anthony Davis was at Kentucky, I remember very well. They had a blue and white T-shirt that had a unibrow across it. Yeah. So like when he or how many posters with him holding the two balls yeah, doing the that they sell doing the wingspan poster? Yeah. Millions of those. Millions. Yeah, you look at a guy like Bull Bull, who, I mean, it seemed like he was a lock top ten prospect, right? Mm-hmm. Now he gets drafted in the second round. He has a contract that's not guaranteed. Not guaranteed. He doesn't have a for sure paycheck. Nope. Yeah. And this was, I mean, again, a top 10 guy. Yep. So it doesn't matter if you're top 10, you're not even safe. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. If you like, I mean. It doesn't matter. If you go back and listen to this at-large bitch at the end of the year when he was on the court, like we raved about him. Yeah. Like we raved about him. Absolutely. Yeah. So now he's got to hope that something crazy doesn't happen, that he doesn't lose his shot. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, would everyone in this room, would you accept the job if they said, well, your paycheck's not guaranteed? At any moment, we might just cut We might just cut you. Yeah. We might just cut it for no reason. Yep. I, no, I need a stable paycheck. Right. Feed my family. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. Absolutely. No. I wouldn't wish upon a single person. Yeah. And, not at all. And it'd be nice if they had a little cushion there or, or anything like that. Yeah. Or if he had, like you said, the trust fund money and he has some money where he wants to invest in something yep. start up a business or do whatever yep so yeah think about that I mean, if a guy gets out of college after he's played or you know and he has fifty thousand dollars he can go set up and do something with i mean that's costing them it's costing the university nothing yeah it's a drop in the bucket for a duke to give a kid 50 grand after he graduates and say or after he leaves you know off of his likeness whatever I know people are like, well, somebody will make this and somebody like, well, that's life. Yeah. I mean, Zion Williams going to make, he's going to make more than, you know, uh, I don't know, whoever, because he's the top guy. It's just like anything else. Like, like he may get 50, somebody may get 20 because he didn't, you know, but he's got to make something off his life. For you to make money off him and not him not see a dime of it is kind of, man, that's crazy. When Cole Anthony announced he was wearing number two in North Carolina, you yeah. know those jerseys oh, were being made. Printing, printing like crazy. They'll sell a million of those. Yeah. Sell a sure. million of them. So, talking about printing money, apparently that's extension season in the NBA now for a couple guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting with Portland Trailblazers, signing by Stephen McCollum, and the Golden State Warriors keeping Draymond Green. So, I really want to talk about Draymond first. Mm-hmm. So, Draymond signed four years, $100 million. Good money. Mm-hmm. Good money. But, cost himself money in this, in like a lot in this scenario. Yeah. Now, does it make sense in the case of, you know, if, do we want to get more guys on the road? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But, like... Steph Curry's making what two hundred twenty million. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson's got one hundred ninety million. I think D'Angelo Russell's got what eighty four million. Not a lot. He's got, no, he's got more than that. He's got one hundred seventeen million. I think That's he has, right. He has twenty seven million a year or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. I so one hundred seventeen million. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. I am one hundred percent happy the Golden State Warriors are keeping Draymond Green. It's great. Keeps them together as much as possible. He's the heart of the team. Keeps them competitive. Oh yeah. You know yeah. like. You know they keep. Wanted, saying, I mean, it's not like he didn't get paid. Right. Exactly. He got paid, and he got a player option. But yeah, which, had he gone to the free agency and not signed with the Warriors next year, he'd been eligible for like one fifty one. Okay. And I think if he stayed with Golden State, you'll probably know it was like two twenty one. He was eligible for. Yeah, that's if he got the super max. Yeah. He's in a contract year. He could have, you know, this year. He has potential to get defensive player of the year, maybe. For sure. Um, I think he's always. I think you can always put him in the top three or four. Yeah, yeah. kind of like how Dwight Howard was always in that like yeah. years ago. With him playing at, yeah. at this new Draymond Green 
wait. For sure. Where he looked, yeah. Yeah. He's, He's coming f- off his best playoffs since 2015. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to say to say that you know he had a chance to win Defensive Player of the Year, again, I'd put him in the top five candidates for it. Now, being that he has taken this team-friendly deal, it's a lot of money still. Sure. Do you think, now, like you said, he would have been eligible for the Supermax you know, potentially, poten- yeah. potentially, potentially, right. and, and even I mean, Kemba was, Kemba was eligible. Exactly, exactly. And Charlotte so, offered it to him, but here's the thing: enough. I'm not sure yeah. Golden State would have offered that right. at sure. all. And I mean, we got to think he's another. How old is Draymond this year? Was he 20? 2012 draft? So this would be his ninth year in the league. I think he's 29. No. He's yeah. 29. So you got to think. Yeah, he was a three year, three or four year college player. Do you think this was more of an insurance kind of deal? Like, you know, get the deal now when I'm 29. I'm still, you know, worth my contract and everything. Still one and of the best in the game. Still one of the best in the game instead of maybe, you know, something. I mean, he saw two of his teammates go down this year with injuries that are going to set them out. You know, one of them for one year and the other one for the majority of a year. And do you think that might have had anything to do with it? I think the fact that he could live in San Francisco and make a hundred million dollars was probably a big part of it. Well, sure, sure, yeah. but I mean, instead but yes, of what you're saying, I mean, he I could agree. have made he could have made more money next summer, but yeah. not in San Francisco. But not in San Francisco. Yeah, I think, place. That, I think that one he wants to be super competitive, and he realizes that the teams that would have had the money to pay him potentially next year are teams that. He, he didn't want to, yeah. Right. To. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. it's like, I mean, like, going to all these NBA finals over the last, you know, five years, it's... You get spoiled, man. You, you get don't, spoiled. I mean, he... Yeah, you don't want to mess This with... is what he wants to do. I mean, I imagine, like, the first season that he's on a team that, say, just doesn't make the playoffs or something like that. Say, you know... You guys, I signed five years for this? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, like, maybe, you know... Not that the Charlotte Hornets have any cap space, <laughs> but like, you know, say like a Charlotte Hornets team, and it's like, you know, and you take one of those Al Jefferson deals, like, you know, like, I know I'm not going to make the playoffs, but I'm still going to get paid. You know, that's not Draymond. Right. Like, he yeah. wants to win. He wants to be competitive, you know, and he wants to be in that defensive player of the year race every year because he's one of the best defensive player of the years. And you said, like you said, he lost a little bit of weight and he's going to be more detrimental to this team next year than he has probably the past two seasons. Yeah. I think the only other team that made sense, and I know what you guys are going to think, but I think it was actually the Pistons. He's from Saginaw. He went to Michigan, Michigan State. State. Yeah. And the Pistons next year potentially could lose Andre Drummond, which would open up that center spot. Um, and so I just think that if there was another place he would want to go, it'd be back. It, it would be back it'd there. Be back okay. And I think that's probably yeah. the only place that makes sense because I think that the other teams that – and again, Detroit – Definitely doesn't check the championship box, not even a little. No, before. right. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't think those other teams that are going to have cap space next year would check it at all either. Yeah, agreed. Like you said, he saw he saw his teammates go down. You know, and he saw Clay go down. He saw Kevin Durant go down. Mm-hmm. Boogie went down. Yeah, right. Boogie went down. I gotta so yeah, get it's it. like it's like get the money now. A hundred yeah. million dollars is a ton of money. Well, in truth, the Golden State. Right, I was gonna like, say that's what I was gonna say. In truth be told, like you're on, you're going to a brand new arena yeah, next you, year. Like everything. You still you have are, Clay and Steph are gonna still be locked the in. Player on the team by the fans. Yep. Golden State Warrior fans will live and die with Draymond. Yep. They will defend him to the end. He's he's my favorite player on the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like also, I think too to go to your point, Kyle. Those teams, like I said, aren't championship contenders. And the 2020 free agent class 
sucks. It sucks. So I'm looking at CBS right now for the top 20, top potential. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. Yeah, like Anthony Davis, player option. He's not leaving. No. Pascal Siakam, restricted. Brandon Ingram, restricted. Jalen Brown, restricted. Kyle Lowry is going to be an unrestricted free agent, but he's going to be 34? Jesus. 34, yeah. DeMar DeRozan, player option. Otto Porter, player option. He's picking that up. The Bulls want him to stay. Buddy Heald, restricted. Danilo Gallinari, unrestricted. Hold on. God. They have Gallinari better than Andre Jovan in this free agent class? I'm not reading CBS ever again. (laughs) And he's unrestricted next year, correct? No, he's got a player option. He's got a player option? Player. Okay. He's got a $28 million player option. But I have to but imagine he'll test you go, the you, you think? I think, that, I think that he'll be one of the more coveted guys with the list you just read. I think he is the most coveted. He is coveted. the most he's coveted. The guy, what yeah. are you talking about? Like, he's the guy. Gordon Hayward? Like, is, are people dying yeah. with Gordon Hayward so, next year? So yeah. now the market is a little bit set for that, though, where if Vooch got four years 100 mil, if Draymond got four years 100 mil, keep in mind, Draymond's a champ, right? And mm-hmm. that's player of the year. Vooch is an All Star. He was last year. Yep. So then, what is never played in the playoffs though? Has he? He did last. Yeah, he was in. Oh, yeah, they, they did. They did make it. They did make it. Okay, that's right. They won a game. They did. Uh, I forgot about that. Oh my gosh, I forgot all about Orlando. Andre Drummond can never say. He's never won a playoff game. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So you know, it's going to be kind of what's the market for him, and and how does Draymond's contract extension here kind of affect next offseason? Right. What he yeah, I agree with that. Not to mention, like, every team is planning for 2021. Every team. That is that is the year to circle. Yeah. Like, you know, this is going to be up in the future, but we had our Lakers team preview with Harrison Fagan, and he flat out talked about 2021. It's set in sun. The Lakers are going after Giannis. They're going to try to make that happen. Like, everyone is. Right. So, you know, like, why would I waste that time in this free agency when I have that coming up? But let's go ahead and to CJ McCollum also. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are really up and down on this deal. And to me, I think it makes sense because it's Portland. Mm-hmm. Their identity is their backcourt. Absolutely. Um, obviously, like, he was so good in the second round this year against Denver. I mean, that game seven, they very well lose if he's not on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I know they lost in the Western Conference Finals. But I've always felt like, you know, for the last, what, six, seven years, when you think about the Blazers, those are the two guys you think of. And Lillard signed his deal, his 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 max deal, this off season. So you know, for the next four years, those guys are together. Now, do I think Portland's one of these Western conferences going to a championship? No, but having those two, you can do far worse. Yeah, um, I like the CJ McCollum I deal. I, I think he's um, he's proven himself to be a a ready number two. You know, what I mean, it's hard to get two guys together as, as we've seen that are they're that compatible in the backcourt um those, those guys play well off each other um and and i think that i don't think they'll win the west but um they're going to be competitive they're going to be right there and I, I i like those two and you you know this is definitely going to be like a backcourt that i think you know if they don't make it to the western conference finals within the next let's say three seasons they may evaluate it they may do that a couple years down the line, maybe before three years, but because CJ's been one of those guys that's picked up in trade rumors all the time. Dude, like how many times do we hear CJ calling for Kevin Love? Like, a couple yeah, years ago? yeah. So, you know, it's good. He got, he's getting paid. They're staying together, but it's like I think this is gonna be one of those things. I, I just I don't feel they're gonna like both finish out their contracts together or anything like that. So something that was brought up on the Woj pod, and we might reference this pod 
mm-hmm. is a really good one. I would recommend everyone to listen to it. But something that was brought up, which is a great point, is CJ McCollum went to one high school. He went to one college. He went to Lehigh for four years. He went to one team. He's had one backcourt partner in Dame Lillard the whole time. He's had one head coach. He's had one GM. And they're like, why is CJ in all these trade talks when CJ, I mean, by definition, is probably one of the most loyal, loyal guys in the league. Sure. Um, He's a great podcaster. Has a great was, pod. Yeah, and I just thought it was a great point where there's not many guys in the league where you can say they've had one coach. They've gone, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like... They've like lately, Tim Duncan, Steph Curry, but he's had multiple coaches. Yeah, yeah. you know, like who else? Has been I mean, obviously Parker and Manu, but that's right. No, yeah. not even Parker anymore. But yeah, but like, right. but again, the same backcourt partner right. the whole time. It's yeah, been such a consistent thing, and they've grown so much together that um, I think that there's that CJ is way more valuable on Portland than he is on another team. Because oh, of I that. agree. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I completely the agree. Built-in chemistry is so deep at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think, too, like, even though Dean got the Supermax, he's going to make a lot of money, CJ signed this deal, they're not exactly fully strapped. Like, they still have a little leeway. Obviously, you know, Hosan Whiteside's 20, too, too damn much money, drops off next year. 20, he has 27 mil, and then Baze, or, uh... Yeah, Bazemore. Bazemore has 18 mil. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, that's 45 for... You know, maybe next year you sign like a little small like help guy for a year for your year, and then twenty twenty one, if you guys have a window, because you and I fully believe this Lakers window is very slim. You know, right. This Clippers window, for all we know, might be slim. Oh, it's slimmer than what people think. Yeah, I like mean, it's. Well, the window's slim now for them. In yeah. A sense, like, what if Paul George's shoulders don't right. heal? Yeah, I mean, it's it's slim. You know, but you know. I'm not to say that I doubt the Clippers by any means, because I certainly don't. But like, I think that makes a ton of sense for that twenty twenty one. If I'm a free agent, like you mentioned, Kyle, like I'm gonna look at guys who are loyal, who have continu- who have continuity, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be interested in that. Especially guys like that. I know McCollum's never played in an All Star game, but we can all make the case McCollum has, you know, the ability to say, "Oh, he's an All Star." People probably don't know that McCollum hasn't been an All Star yet until you say something like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like Portland's cap sheet, especially after this season, is really, really good. Lillard at 31 million. That's a good contract. It is. Opinion. Yeah. McCollum at $29 million, That's a good contract. Yeah. Nurkic at $14 million, That's a really good value. Mm-hmm. Rodney Hood at $6 million, I'll take sure. that. Sure. Oh, gosh. Zach yeah. Collins at $5 million. That's I'll a trade piece, that. too, if you need it. For sure. Amperty Simons at $2 million. Nazir Little at $2 million. Mario Hazonia, but again, at $1.9 million. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Sure. Right. 25-year-old Mario Hazonia for $1.9 million. There's worse things you could have on your team. Um, and then Gary Trent Jr. at one point five million. So, I mean that, and that's all they have. They don't have any bad contracts, and yeah. they don't have a ton of terribly huge gaudy contracts. Right. So no. It's a really good cap sheet. Yeah, and like yeah. we like, it makes a ton of sense to bring them some white side for a year. A ton of sense for sure. what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. So, Especially with Nurkic being out. Yeah. 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 You didn't get Enos back, and yeah, I've done the same thing. So, I think too this solidifies the thing we've all kind of known for a little bit to kind of further off this is. McCollum and Beal are kind of always the guys named on the list as potential future trade guys. Beal's the next guy. And I know yeah. Washington's like, we're going to sign him. We're going to give him the max for a three-year max. But it doesn't make sense to him, and it doesn't make sense to them. So, like, why should Bradley Beal be excited about going on a team to play with, like, 
Well, got... we did this last week. How many NBA players are on the Wizards? Do we remember? Like six, seven? Yeah, NBA talent guys. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, why why do that to them? I mean, I understand right. the money, but Bradley Beal doesn't help your team win next year or the next two years because you're not in a situation where you can go get a ton of guys either. And he's tasted the playoffs before. Right. So he's been there. So yeah. it's it's – it's gonna be hard. I like, and he's getting older. How old is he this year? Still mid twenties. Mid twenties. It's like, make yeah. a move, man. Like, I mean, if I was, if I was Bradley Beal, and he's, I. Sometimes I think he's really underrated. I mean, he's he's a really really good player. He's a really good shooter. I agree. Um, you know, I just I think about all these teams. There's every team in the league could use somebody like him. Oh, without a so, doubt. So I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But yeah, I I completely agree. I don't. I don't think it makes sense for him to go back to Washington. Portland should just still get him. Run a college basketball three sh- three guys that three can shoot the three <laughs> sure. card lineup. Sure, that'd be fine. That would be sick. Actually, that'd be a lot of fun. So, so Bradley Beal, real quick. Bradley Beal after John Wall went out, his stats for the season were. Pull it up right now. All right, he averaged twenty-seven points, Oof. six assists. That's actually really good with the steals. Yeah. Wow. Um, shot seven and a half threes a game at thirty six percent. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's like everything you want. That's a, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. If I told you a guy was gonna average twenty seven six and five, I'm in. Yeah. And one point eight steals. That's I'm in. That checks. I think every box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I think you know we talk about you know further my point that's just not beneficial, but now like. Beal and Love seem like they're the guys that just have to be traded. Love does nothing for the Cavaliers for the next couple of years. You know they're bad. They, oh, and on top of that, I'm I'm also afraid something he's going to go out and play some weird random game against like the Wizards, and he's going to get hurt again. Right. Right. And his trade value is going to go down. And it's like I don't know. Like I I would like to see him just on a better team. I don't uh, yeah. want to see him in Cleveland anymore. It I was agree. so big when they traded for him and everything that era was so quick and just it's it's done yeah and them throwing all that money at him just yeah that was yeah well i mean he wanted I mean, to get I, paid yeah he wants know. to get his and money look, i understand he's been on to... bad teams before right. so he knows how what it goes saying? he knows how that game goes huh? i understand it kurt rambis was coaching him for a while man That's right oh. i understand it sucks to trade a franchise player like it does. i get it you know it what does. i mean like and you fall in love with guys like the reds just traded yasiel puig yeah i was bummed did it, it made sense for the team, but I was bummed. But like, classic Reds move, right? Well, actually, it was a really good move for them. Well, but still, what are you like? Fan favorite gone. You know, there's no. It's okay, guys. We got Bradley Beal. You know, like, yeah, he's great, but he's gonna win you some games. But like, don't have Bradley Beal play on a lottery team. Is all I'm saying. No, they they need a clear direction, and keeping Bradley Beal on the team just totally stops any clear direction that that team could ever have. Yeah, and especially with a new GM, I don't understand why the new GM's not coming in and saying, "All right, here's clearly the direction we need to take the team. We're gonna go, we're gonna dip down for the next year or two, and that's what it's gonna have to take, and then we'll be back on the rise." Yeah, I know it's different scenarios, but shouldn't you look at a situation like New Orleans, where like, look, I get Bradley Beal in the manager trade like Anthony Davis did, but what David Griffin did with that team in a month and a half? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. You know what I mean, like. 
to make them like not the only most... that the I mean these guys are like playing on opening night now and they have a like a sol- a solid good player yeah to, for these guys to go play yeah. with you know what I mean so I don't know that's just my taste on it yeah um, speaking of that Woj podcast though yeah they they talked to CJ McCollum mm-hmm. and um, they talked about Team USA and um, kind of talked about the reasons why Woj or why CJ wasn't playing and why he backed out and, and CJ said a big reason was because he wanted to spend time with his family he said mm-hmm. that he backed out um, July 5th you know before all these other players and they just didn't get released um but a thing he said on there was, I would have played if they would have guaranteed me a spot in the Olympics. My question to you guys is, do you think that playing should guarantee you a spot? Or do you think that the Olympics, you know, do you think that they need to guarantee that? I don't necessarily think it should. I think, you know, you still got to keep that competitive nature. Um, 2004 is like the perfect example of a USA team that was very lackadaisical. And a lot of people backed out right before the Olympics. And... When you watch that team play, it was like LeBron played hard, Melo played hard, and Richard Jefferson played hard, and I think Tim Duncan. Other than that, the guys just were like, oh, we'll win every night, and they didn't. So no, I, I really am fine with this fact that it's like, you know, don't get me wrong. If Kevin Durant were healthy and he played in, t- in training camp this year, we know he's on the Olympic team. I think we can say it's a safe bet that Kemba Walker will be on the Olympic team this, next summer. There's only 12 spots on that Olympic team. Right. How many people, to, I mean, how many people get an invite? So I, know, I know they have like a huge. Okay, so I know they have I don't a big. Think a lock. I think he's the most of a lock on this team right now. So amongst the other Celtics. <laughs> do you think Harden is going to play on the Olympic team? I wouldn't be shocked. If you were to, if you were to guess. If I had to guess right now, yes. Okay. You and you know, I think it goes back to our conversation earlier. The Olympics means a little bit more than the World Cup for these guys. Absolutely, I think yeah. Harden would. I do yeah. too. Do you think Russ would? Yeah. Or, or Curry. I don't know, because Curry didn't play in 12, uh, 16. Do you think Thompson would? Thompson played in 16. Okay. How many, and like how many guard spots are we keeping? I'm trying to think. So that team was DeRozan, Lowry, Kyrie, Clay. Do you think Kyrie would again? No. You don't? No, he's... <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so either. He got really weird for a while. <laughs> 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 okay, I wouldn't say he's a lock, but I would definitely say like like I'll stick with my point of guys currently on this camp. He's the most likely. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Yeah, you know, like I know Bam Adebayo is looking good in camp, but am I expecting Bam Adebayo to be on the Olympic team next Not year? At all? No. 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 So, but no, I don't really have a problem with that. You know, I don't think like no, don't get me wrong. I'm sure if like LeBron James was like, I'm gonna play. They're going to be like, cool, you'll be in the Olympics roster next year, too. Yeah. But, like, C.J. McCollum's not really there. Yeah. Do you think Dame will play in the Olympics? I hope so. I think he will. Dame and FIBA ball would be ridiculous. I think Dame will play. So, I just, I think that there might be nobody that's currently on the team that's going to play on the Olympic team. I agree with that. You could. Yeah. yeah. You very well could. If I were to guess, I think nobody will be on the I mean, I mean... Even so let's say De'Aaron Fox made like a huge jump this Which, year. A lot of expectations are he's using this camp. I know, I know. Season. That's what I've heard. He's been playing really, really well. But like, say he has just a fantastic season this year. Maybe he averages out oh, twenty four, twenty five points a game, seven assists, and he becomes big. You know, you still give it 
to Dame, that spot to Dame yeah. or Russ, you want to have the bigger name on there sure. for tons of reasons. So Yeah, I agree with that. I think that they're only going to have, let's say, one or two then, you know, players to carry over. So it's just going to be a lot different in, yeah. in this. But I still think I still think Team USA is going to. Yeah, they're still good. Over. Yeah. I mean, their point guards are friggin' Kemba Walker, Kyle Lowry, Deer and Fox. Right. And then Donovan Mitchell is your other starting ba- starting your backcourt. That's still pretty good. Yeah. yeah so I mean, yeah, that's Tatum's not. Tatum's on the team. I think it's Jalen Brown. Thirty-five there. But, like, truthfully, like, you know, you and I talk about this all the time. Like, you don't really care about Team USA basketball because, like, every time you saw them play, they won by 28 to yeah, 40. And like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's – it. I mean, if you look back even to, like, like the original three Dream Teams, like Dream Team 2, the original, like, FIBA Dream yeah. Team, which is – Hakeem st- Citizen is all of a sudden United States Citizen. Stupid <laughs> roster. Stupid <laughs> roster. But how, many, but how many of those guys went from that roster to Dream Team 3? A couple. Pippen, Reggie Miller. No, Pippen was on Dream Team 1. He was on Dream Team 2. But he was on the 96 team, too. He's on the 96 team. Okay, yeah, I'm saying. saying he, yeah, I'm yeah. saying I'm saying the guys from 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 2 didn't necessarily even carry on to the third one, which was, like, the actual Olympic team. And Dream Team 3 is fantastic. So, I mean, it's... Also, it's, the best Dream Team jerseys besides the 92 team. I agree. I had... I the, had stri- the stars down I the definitely, stars. I definitely had a Mitch Richmond one that had uh, that was from Value City. But Time yeah. out. Of all of them, you had Mitch Richmond? Mitch. I love Mitch Richmond. I mean, I do too, but... Yeah. Penny Hardaway was on that team. Scotty Pippen. It was at Value Reggie City for Miller, fi- it was at Value City for five bucks. Shaq. So I was gonna I was gonna if I found a anytime I found like Malone. A, anytime I found a champion jersey of a player that I liked that was cheap, I always bought it. That's why I had two Bobby it's, Hurley jerseys. <laughs> Bobby Hurley <laughs> <laughs> Two I had a were black they, one. Were they at least Duke jerseys? No, they were kings. One for the week and one for the weekend. <laughs> one, I, I had, I had his, I had his white rookie year jersey, and then I had the cool one that the same one that like C Web wore later on. So I had two different ones. So. Look on your phone right now. How long Bobby Hurley was in the NBA, and Sean had two jerseys. I had two of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, not worth my data. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even gonna look. Didn't even click for it, honestly. <laughs> so, the uh, the Kyrie. Kevin Durant friendship and and the let's say the LeBron Wade Bosch friendship stuff like that these kind of friendships all start mm-hmm. um, with these with these these teams yeah yeah you're right um, any crazy predictions on who could become friends because, <laughs> dude, <laughs> no, no, really is anyone in this room expect the Aaron Fox will finish his career with the Kings I don't absolutely I don't. not no, I don't. Right, but so yeah, this, I see what you're saying. But this is like you, ne- like you would have. Never when are we gonna team up in three years? You would have and never where? Known that yeah. LeBron and Wade were gonna get together. Right. And they would have, you know, that they were gonna become friends and they would get together. We, we should pay very this close attention this next year. We don't have to very, talk very close. That'll supposed to be a good summer for us. What? The LeBron Wade free agent summer. <laughs> just, I, I'm just saying that, that yeah. I think that friendships are going to be formed. Agreed. And that these players now that that's on this final roster, that these players are all all have one added value of um, they could leave to team up with someone yep. in the future. They all have yeah. that. Well, and it, yeah, it, yeah. 
I mean, oh, go ahead. It's no. a big tamper fest, man. The whole thing. To further your point, a lot of these guys are going into their third NBA year. So a lot of these guys will be free agents at the same time. Mitchell, yep. Tatum, Fox. So yeah, yep. add a bio. I and agree. I, and I think it's a, it's a good That's point, a good too. Point. Yeah. Right Heck yeah. yeah, it is. That's something I would yeah. keep, a, Please. keep a distant eye on. Yeah. Yep. Especially Fox, Adebayo, have a connection with UK. Yep. Malik Monk will be free. Stop. Stop, Stop. it. Stop. Stop it. Skirt, skirt. Guys, guys, he's never started a game. He's going to be fine. Skirt, skirt, But, yeah, I think that's a great point. I, I also think that. When guys are scrimmage against one another every day, like you see, like oh man, that kid, that guy's a dog. Like, like I want that guy on my squad. Like, I, I want him to roll with me. Like, and they all know that they're coming up to their free agencies. Like, you, I, I love, 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 love seeing the one on one to one videos. Same. Love. I wish Same. that was part of the NBA All Star Weekend. I love it when those guys go at each other. It, it's just good competition, you know, yeah. just after practice. But those guys are seeing that, like, oh man, this guy's a dog, dude. Like, like, yeah, we if we had him, oh yeah, we could we could roll, we could roll. So I think that's all part of it as well. Those guys are seeing each other every day. You're scrimmaging every day because you know during the season you watch a little film on them, you see them, you know, two three times a year. But like when you're with somebody and you're seeing their work ethic, how hard they work, how hard they train, how what like how hard they practice, how hard they practice dude. They're like, oh yeah, I want that. I want that guy. I want Bam Adebayo on my team. I want I want that guy and on my how team. How many times does Donovan Mitchell need to get like some alley oop pass from De'Aaron Fox, Fox before he's like, all right, yep, let's do this. You seen the one from Kemba? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. My God. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah, they're, I agree. They're like, this is different from Ricky Rubio. Like, this, <laughs> this is real right yeah. here. <laughs> this, is, this is different right here. <laughs> I kind of want to piggyback before we get out of here off of Ben's All-Star, like, how cool would that be All-Star weekend? Sean and I have had this conversation a million times. What do we need to add to All-Star weekend to make it even more fun? I'm telling you, dude. dude that, that, that one-on-one to one. Like, do, you, do you remember the horse game? Yeah. I love it. It doesn't have to be 10 game. hours long. No, no, no. <laughs> no. But the like I remember us when we we would finish playing street ball and we would do that. Like we would just play one on one to one for hours. Just just let's go. Let's roll it out. Let's go. Especially Ohio Oscar game does it. I think yep. that players have too much to lose as far as um I don't know, just as far as their pride and stuff. Yeah. I think two on two is more realistic. Oh I want I think two on two can be realistic, yeah. especially in today's NBA. Can you can you draw the names out. out of a hat though? Yes. No. Hold Wild on. No, so no cool. to the hat or no to knockout. I'm in. I'm in on the. I'm in on the hat. No, I think that players would want to team up. Team with, with their buddies. Like like, Carl Anthony Towns isn't going to do it if he's just with whoever. So you tell Carl Anthony Towns that he can do it with D'Lo. Okay. He's like, all right. Let's all right, let's do this. this. Right. And stuff like this. And this is like. The NBA should just lean into this tampering thing. Yeah. Just lean into just it. Lean in, just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, it's all right. If, yeah. If Jimmy Butler wants to play with, you know, Chris Paul in, in this two-on-two, just go ahead and do it. tamper it up. Let it ride. Yeah, tamper it up. Yeah. So to knockout, just an NBA game of all NBA All-Stars playing knockout. I'm in. I'm not watching it. Oh, that's going to be fun. Everybody can shoot from half court now. Yeah. like <laughs> It's just going to be bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Um, the thing with knockout is, is that here's here's the issue with knockout is that you're gonna get Steph Curry, you're gonna get uh-huh. Clay Thompson. You said uh, issue. 
Yeah, but Kevin like, Love. <laughs> like those those guys all can hit shots. Like they're NBA players. Like so, yeah. it's not like it's not like me and you going to play knockout. Like I, I feel like there's already a competition for like who can shoot the best at range. Okay, so I win. You guys are wrong. That's fine. Okay, no problem. Oh, it's all I good. Have one, uh, <laughs> one question for me. Yes, sir. Five players. Okay. Oh, gosh. You have to pick. You have to pick someone to be on your team out of these five players. Okay. Joe Johnson, who just hit that. Oh God. The, the four pointer. The big okay. three four pointer. Heck yeah. Joe Johnson, Carmelo Anthony, Vince Carter, Jeremy Lin, or Lance Stevenson. Mello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Or just one of them? You get to pick from one. If you're a Pacers fan, you don't say Lance Stevenson? No, I can't. <laughs> not, not a chance. <laughs> not, not picking Lance. All right, who's your, who's your, who's your first I'm person picking, off your list? Who's the first person that you're like? Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy I'm, Lamb. I'm saying Jeremy Lamb, Jeremy too. Lamb. Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy off my list. Lamb. Lamb. Hold on, did you say Lamb or Lynn? Lynn. Yeah, oh, Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb's definitely up. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Lynn's done. I'm taking Lance. It, it 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 comes it honestly comes down to Vince Carter and Carmelo. Okay. I, I, Vince is I, the I, only one who's still playing, really. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm taking yeah. I'm taking Vince. I, I'm He's probably, the guy I'm taking. I, yeah, I'm probably I'm probably wow. Vince. Okay, gotcha. I get that. Okay. But I, like I like I said, between Vince and Carmelo, like I'm I, if I just said Carmelo, I'm like oh yeah, because Carmelo I think could still give you 13 to 15. If he starts, off the bench. If he starts. Yeah, yo, Pete. Then when we come off the he's bench, he's not gonna come off the bench though. There's, it's just does. It's like hey, Allen Iverson on the Grizzlies. It just oh, was that like two games? Two games, and they sent all of his jerseys to another country. They made so many of them. Wow, I totally forgot about that. Oh, it was terrible. But yeah, I. I, I was like when you see Sheen in a Hawks jersey. He that's, played one game. One yeah, game. that's. What about when you see Allen Iverson in a Pistons jersey? That. He that, was there for a little while. Yeah, though. I think he made the All Star team as a member of the Pistons. I bet that that's funny because I forgot about that. Yeah, like, no. I, I forgot about that one. Kind of like seeing uh, when you see Ben Wallace bolsters and you're like, oh yeah, that was a huge deal. Yeah, when you look at the Draymond deal and you see Ben Wallace and you're like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. But if you ask a Warriors fan, it's like you look at Draymond, he's like. Ben Wallace mixed with Chris Webber with a little Tim Duncan. You're like, no, he's just really good. It's fine. I'm just saying, Ben Wallace at the time was a three-time defensive player. Three-time of the year. defensive player yeah. of the year. He was, which is more than Draymond has. And, and the Bulls went after him at midnight. That was before tampering was a big thing. Then, yeah, uh, they actually they, they they played by the rules. They actually called him at midnight. Which is why they don't get guys. That's out. why they don't get guys. They're <laughs> like, we were told that we couldn't reach you until twelve, and you've already signed someplace. How did that but yeah, work? But yeah, like Thad Young, it's like the free agency is in three, two, one. Thad Young is signed with the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> that, that that really is the worst case scenario for the Warriors. Is Chicago Bulls Ben Wallace, <laughs> and I think that I think that maybe Draymond growing up in Michigan probably watched a little Ben Wallace and was like, "Yeah, I'll take the hundred million." Alright, so last thing, the NBA All Decade team has come out, and people are pissed. Yes, they are. It's not just any people. Delusionals. Yes. <laughs> So, if you go back and look at it, the first team, which I don't think anyone's really going to have a problem with except for Kobe Bryant fans, <laughs> Steph Curry, 
James Harden, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. That's the team. If anyone has a problem with that, they're wrong. Yeah, that's that's it, they got that completely right. Actually, yeah, it's like absolutely positively. Four right. of those five guys are are uh, MVPs or Finals MVPs. Yeah. No, five guys are, are MVPs. No, Kawhi's not a regular season MVP. Hey, hey, Finals MVP is important. Yeah, I agree. It's I'm important. Not it's not. It's important. Yeah. Said every Kobe fan in this argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he has one MVP. <laughs> so. And then second team is was it Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. Yep. Um, I don't have it in front of me. Carmelo Anthony. And there's one more point. Did Melo make the second team? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Did they do a third team? Was that Blake? Yeah, it was Mello, Blake. They did Melo, Blake, and there was one more forward that was in it. Was that Dwight? Nope. Dwight didn't make the list. He did not make the list. Hold on. Here we go. It was Chris Paul, Westbrook, Anthony, uh, Anthony, Davis. Anthony Davis, and Blake Griffin. And then third team, your your guards were Dwayne Wade and Kobe. Your front court guys were Giannis, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Paul George. Okay. I don't have an issue with any of those. Yeah. And, so, I, and I wouldn't, but Kobe doesn't deserve, I mean, Kobe, so he had his MVP year. What year? Was it 2010? Uh, they won the finals uh, that year, so it sounds right. They, okay. so they did it from no, ten was LeBron. They did it. Yeah, 11. I thought it was. I thought it was eleven or eleven or twelve. The criteria was two thousand nine to two thousand nineteen. Okay. Times that guy. So, anytime you put someone above Kobe Bryant, obviously people are upset, and like we all here in this room appreciate and respect the hell out of them. I know I at least love him more than everyone else, but like you know, I get it. He was a Finals MVP. He won a championship in two thousand ten. He was pretty good in 11. He was pretty good in 12. That was it. But, like, after the Achilles injury, which was, like, the middle of the decade, he retired in 16. Yeah. Like, I don't see a reason to put him above where he's at. Do no. I think he deserves to be on these all-decade teams? Absolutely. No, no. So, if this was the 1999 to 2009. Oh, without a he, doubt. He's, he's, he's yeah, number he's one there. shooting guard. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's him, Duncan, LeBron. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, like, and there's and there's no Shaq, doubt about that. Or, Sha- you know, yeah, Sha- and then Kirk. and Tracy McGrady's on the second team yeah. for those ten years, but like, you know, yeah, yeah, but I just don't. I, I that's exactly where he belongs on this on this thing. So I did have um, shout out to Brick by at Brick by Brick forty nine, an actual clown that has a Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call you out here, Brick by Brick. Brick by Brick is that because you're a Kobe Bryant fan? Tweeted, tweeted at me, and I quote. What has James Harden accomplished this decade besides scoring a lot of points? LOL. Kobe won an NBA title and finals MVP in 2010. What has James Harden accomplished this decade? <laughs> what an insane so, actual clown of a human. I think I saw, like, in this decade, Kobe Bryant was, like, 95th in win shares from two, in this decade. Dude. 95th. I will say, if you don't have a problem with Giannis being on the list, then you I shouldn't have a problem with Kobe being on the list. I, never right. said, I don't have a problem with Giannis. Because Giannis yeah. has how many good seasons right. this decade? Right, three. All right. Yeah. And no championships. Right. He does have an MVP, but no finals. Right. You know, Kobe yeah. has three yeah. good seasons and a finals MVP, so I think that I'm cool with both of him. Yeah, I'm there. fine with that. Here's, and, and we did a Twitter poll on where that uh, front court spot should go to. So LaMarcus Aldridge got the nod, mm-hmm. but we had a Twitter poll. Who should make the All-NBA Decade team? LaMarcus Aldridge, Kevin Love, Dwight Howard, or Draymond Green. And any guesses on who got the most votes? 
Marcus Aldridge. Dwight Howard. Dwight. It was Dwight Howard. Really? Dwight Howard, dude. Hmm. So, that's, you know, like, I know he's played for 22 <laughs> it, teams this it decade. It was Dwight Howard, LaMarcus Aldridge, Draymond Green, then Kevin Love in that order. Which, I think Aldridge should be my fourth, if it were to me. Yeah, me too. Probably Love, probably Draymond, then probably... I, probably I think people forget about Kevin Love. Because he was on those bad Minnesota teams. I think people forget about Dwight Howard. Yeah. yeah forget about, forget about Dwight Howard, like, yeah. Is, is I know Dominic that Lakers first... year was a disaster, but that, he was really yeah, good but that he Laker was, year. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. I, I think that sometimes people take into account off-the-court stuff more yeah. than they, they – like I'm going to read Dwight Howard's resume, and you tell me – why? Oh, I, yeah. Can you tell me why. You, you don't have to convince me. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'm, you I'm all. You don't have to convince me. Paul George or LaMarcus Aldridge should be ahead of him. In 2009 to 2019, he was. Eastern Conference champion. Eastern Conference champion. Four time All NBA first team. He was three time Defensive Player of the Year. That's insane. Very nice. Four time All Defensive first team. He was a four time rebounding champ and a two time block champion. And he made All-Star. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Played in the to finals. To me, I mean, just three-time defensive player of the year in this decade. Yeah. It's, it's, feels like it. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel, uh, yeah, I, and I I don't know. I mean. And five, or four-time All-NBA first team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, that, that feels like a notch to me. Yeah. Where I look at Lamarcus Aldridge, I'm like. I mean, if we're if we're and if we're going back, you know, a decade ago, Ben Wallace is on that team. You know what I mean? Like Ben Wallace is definitely somebody that I would consider. Now he was a four timer, right? Correct, for defensive player of the year. Uh, ben Wallace. Then he won it four. He won it. Yeah, I think he won it four. Yeah, I think him and him and Elijah were the only people who won four times. I think so. Yeah, right? I think yeah. you're right. I think, I kind of think Wade should be higher. Okay. Then like, uh, yeah. I think okay, Wade. So I would take Wade over Paul. I would too. Over Paul. I 100% okay. agree. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I just think that championships and I mean, I, I don't think, I just think the weight in this decade meant more than Chris Paul to me. Oh yeah. To me. Not to mention, you know, I've, I've mentioned this a lot and it's not a dig, but like we pulled the stats many of times about prime D Wade compared to prime Kobe Bryant. It's not a significant difference. Right. So like, yeah, I, I'm, I totally yeah. agree yeah. with that. Yeah, Wade being thirteen to me seems a little. I, I would definitely. He'd have been definitely a second teamer to me. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have an issue with Blake Griffin being on the second team. No. At all. Because I mean, Lob City was like phenomenal. Yeah. Well, we talked about it earlier, like DeAndre Jordan, those Clipper years, he was super freaking good. Yeah, I mean, he was the rebound champion. Right. Every freaking yeah. year. So another question, and this, like I said, I, I'm not saying that the list is wrong or whatever, but. Did Kawhi? Did Kawhi? Is it more of a, what have you done for me lately? That's recency bias, right there. Yeah, you know what I mean? I agree. Like a what? Like Russell Westbrook. So now, now put in context. Like, Are you, you on know. the NBA website right now? Look no, no, no. I'm just looking okay, at so the teams. Okay, so the NBA team when the NBA put up their like graphics for everybody. Mm-hmm. Durant was in a Warriors jersey, not his current team. Right. LeBron was in a Cavs jersey, not his current team. Kawhi was in a Raptors jersey. Recency bias for sure. Right. Yeah, do you think it was just the team they're most known for this decade, though? I would still say even this decade, Kawhi's still most known for the Spurs. I mean, literally, yeah. when you talk about that finals yeah. that they won, you're like, yeah, he shut down LeBron he shut, James. Yeah. He helped Tim Duncan win his last title. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I but not saying that Kawhi hasn't had a bad decade, but I'm just like, 
It's more like, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, I have and no he, issues with him being first team. No, no, no. I, no. I, I'd say that 2009, 10, 11, 12, and 13, Kawhi was a non-factor right. in this decade. Yeah. Well, he was also playing high school ball for some of those. Right, but, I'm yeah. Saying, but yeah, that's fine, but that goes into it. Right, you know, for sure. He wasn't, and he was a non-factor right. in the NBA. So, and his first year with the Spurs, I mean, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. Did nothing. Right. So. Yeah. So you know, half the decade, it's been great. Mm-hmm. 2014 Finals MVP. You know, Defensive Player of the Year in 15. Defensive Player of the Year in 16. Absolutely. Um, you know, Finals MVP in 14 and 19. All great things. Yeah. So I think that he's had such a hot streak the last six years that I think that he's earned including that. having he's earned it, yeah. play. Right. Crazy. Right. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, but I like that they did it. I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it's really I think it's, cool. It's good content. It's, yeah. Um, They're like us. Everyone's just trying to find content right now. We'll take it. Yeah. We'll take so. It. <laughs> Don't know why they did 2009, 2019, but sure. Yeah. Feels. I mean, feels like they kind of shot their shot a year early, but. Yeah. You know, we came up with a great idea this year. We didn't do. Remember, we were going to do our all playoff teams. We didn't do it. That would've been awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's tough. Right now, I keep up top of my head, not even close. But. Yeah, that's that's really tough. Yeah. All right. I think unless there's anything else you guys want to touch on, I think we are clear. Perfect. Uh, so coming up, a little housework here. Um, as you know, Sean and I started a show called Hoop Cinema. We did our first episode of Space Jam, so we're going to be doing that once a month. Uh, next one is He Got Game. Oh, and I'm, I brushed up today. I'm so excited. I brushed I up. Space Jam today. Did you? Did you like did it? Did our pod make it better for you? Um, yeah, there was more. I guess I had like more internal. Even though we dialogue. forgot about Michael's secret stuff. Yeah, and you didn't really talk about the monsters. For the first time, leave us alone. That's fine. That's just, yeah. like, <laughs> that's just like my favorite. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Um, was the monsters? Was monsters? Fair. It's okay. The best yeah. part of the movie. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I I really enjoyed your guys' podcast. And it inspired me to get the movie, and I watched it with my daughter today. Yeah, so we have a poll up right now on our Twitter account at 48 minutes NTWRK, which right now Blue Chips is winning by a lot, and I'm cool with that because I love Blue Chips. So you can check that out. And also at Large Bid, we're going to do another uh, flashback game. We're going to first do Xavier versus Kansas State from the 2010 Sweet 16. They got their favorite team. I get mine. But we have a poll up right now between 2011 Final Four, Connecticut, Kentucky, 2010 Final between Butler and Duke, which is really an atrocious game. But for some reason, is winning right now. And the 08 final between Kansas and Memphis, a.k.a. the Derrick Rose free throw game. So you guys check this out. I put some votes in the next couple days. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you all for tuning in, as always. Have a great week. And five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. Good night.